Hello, hello. Welcome to POV or My Therapist, the podcast where I vent, you listen, and you do not get paid. I am your host, Divine Philmond, also known as Vine Philo on all social media platforms Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. Um, so this is part two of last week's conversation. Uh, last week I talked about ghosted and my daddy issues and my abandonment issues and, and really kind of unpack that. That wasn't unpacking. We were unpacking the bagage. Um, this week I more so talk about the shift that happens when, you know, I focus so much on my fucking issues and feeling sad and the things the parts of my life that aren't working and how that really deflects from me having gratitude and so this episode is basically about how I recenter and how I find gratitude again Um, because I think it's really important to stay gracious no matter what's happening Um, you know this morning I was listening to a sermon and the man was saying how he was at church, he was doing his little, his little preaching thing. And he was saying how, you know, he was telling everybody, you know, be gracious, have gratitude, thank God for everything that he does for you. And this man who his daughter just got into a car wreck, she wasn't supposed to survive. She did. She um, basically then needed 24 hour care because she became um, paralyzed in certain parts of her body. And she had been in a vegetative state before then, but at least then she was alert. And nobody was like, you know, on their feet, jumping up and down saying like, thank you. Thank you for this life. Thank you for everything. But this guy who was going through all that, he had so much gratitude that his child was still with him despite the circumstances that she was in and that his family was in. Because at that point he had no money. He had nothing because these things are expensive, but he still felt the most gratitude um, out of everybody there because he still had this very important piece of his life. Um, That is something that I need to practice. Gratitude is something I need to practice because I get into this tunnel, this pit of despair when when I I just feel like this this one thing I can't have it and I just I keep telling myself that I'm like why can't I have this one thing why can't I have this one thing meanwhile there's so many beautiful things around me going on and I am just not paying attention to it at all I'm not paying attention to it I'm not thanking God and the universe for all of the wonderful things that they're providing me with I'm just focused on the one fucking flower that is wiltered wiltered Mm, I'm just focused on the one flower that's missing a petal meanwhile I am in a field of lilies you know so this episode is kind of about that and yeah um but before we even start the episode I do want to remind you guys that the best way to support an independent podcast is by sharing it with a friend or family member um if three people in my Lady Gaga, uh, Bradley Cooper era, if three people share this podcast and only one person listens of those three people that you shared with, we've already doubled my listenership. So this week, I really want to challenge you to help a fun employed girl 
by sharing her podcast with your friends and your family and on your socials. Make these bitches sick of me. Make them sick of me to the point where they're like, oh my God, damn, fine, I'll listen. But I did want to remind you guys that because (laughs) scary hours. But I'm thankful that you're here and I'm excited that you're here and I hope you enjoy this episode. I love ya. So in the last couple hours of literally trying to get my fucking life together, I'm not even kidding. I've been thinking about why do I feel so out of sync? Obviously, I was ghosted. It hurt. It hurt. I was triggered. I was triggered. And the funny thing is, my triggeredness, all the things that this triggered, I can't necessarily blame this on Hinge Man because I can't blame it on him because he's not the source of all of my fucking issues. All he did was not respond. And I am having, I'm the one having a spiral because of the things that have happened to me in my life. And it's like that bell hooks quote is true. I have wounds. I have baggage. And I need to, I need to unpack that baggage. And that's what we're about to do. I mean, that's what we've started doing. But it's like I have to create systems for myself where I feel better And I feel when these things arise, I know how to deal with it so that I'm not feeling it. So I'm not feeling stupid on top of everything else that, you know, I'm asking what's wrong with me. Like, or I keep asking myself, what did I do wrong? Or like, I feel like every approach that I take is wrong. Like, I have to allow myself to be delusionally walking in faith because I do that every day when it comes to my work I'm walking in fucking blind faith when it comes to my work and it's like there's one divine there's one podcast there's one tiktok there's one instagram and the way that I've seen life work out to make me feel so lucky that the right people have seen my stuff and the wrong people have ignored my shit Why can I not apply that to my dating life? Why is it that every heartbreak feels so strong and it just has absolute control over me? And like, and I find myself just brushing aside any gratitude I could have about the good things that are happening in my life because I'm like, I expect that. I expect to be successful in my life. I expect to be successful in my work. But deep down, like I've said before, I don't know how successful I'm going to feel in my love life. So when things like that come up, I find myself going all or nothing, balls to the walls, fully focusing on that. And then I can't focus on anything else. And then it's like I can't focus on anything else. And then I find myself wanting to sabotage everything else because I can't have this one thing right now because it feels like punishment because I'm like why can't I have love why can't I have that if I can't have love nobody can and I'm gonna burn the world down like ah ah so it's like I find myself in that moment very often and I have to really put the brakes on a bitch because I'm like oh you not finna fuck up everything we worked really hard for for a nigga a nigga 
a man, a man for the white girls. So you can repeat after me, a man. We are not going to ruin everything we worked hard for, for a man. We're not doing that. (laughs) So, but yeah, so I base, I sat here and I really hope I can read my handwriting because Jesus, it's ugly. So, um, all of this boils down to me being extremely hard on myself to me, not giving myself a little, the little bit of grace that I need to just believe that, you know, somebody can love me. Okay. Um, that we are deserving of the love that we want. Like, you know, it's as simple as literally every time I get ghosted or every time like a relationship doesn't work out, whatever, and, and in the end of it, I don't want that man anyways. <laughs> I don't want them. I don't be wanting them anyways. Like Package Man was so lost in his life. And he was just so boring. Oh my God. And it's like half of the, I remember one time I was crying over this one man. He was an artiste, honey. He was an artiste. And I'm crying, I'm crying. I'm like, oh my God, we kissed in the rain. How could you ghost me? Girl, we spent 12 hours together. It was like a lesbian date. We spent 12 hours together. And then he walked me to my car and it started raining. And we kissed in the fucking rain. And then he was like, let's go to the museum on Friday. And I was like, I want to go to the museum on Friday. So I was so excited. I was like, oh my God, we kissed in the brine. It's like um, that fucking movie um, with them old Alzheimer's people. And I'm like, oh my God, we kissed in the rain. It was, how many times can I say kissed in the rain? So many. And then he ghosted me and I was forlorn. I was forlorn, honey. And then, you know... I got it together and I looked me in my eye and I said, Divine, now we know that that broke artiste is not in the right tax bracket, baby. You out here wanting a Priyanka Chopra, Sophia Ritchie type wedding and that poor boy literally and figuratively that starving artiste and then baby let's be honest now we put the filters on but the art was no good he was no picasso so it's like girl let's be real here so, you know, once I take a moment, you know, I, I reckon, I reconcile that, you know, this ain't what you want anyway. So, ain't no use crying over spilt milk that was spoiled anyways. You know what I'm saying? So, I sat here and I I decided that every time I start feeling this way and I start, I start feeling stifled. I start feeling upset. I start feeling angry at my fucking life because, you know, I don't have the love that I want. Um, I need to make a gratitude list. I need to make a gratitude list of everything that is going right in my life and everything that I have that I should be fucking grateful for. So I sat there and I did that because I, it feels like this morning I woke up and I was still in my little mood and I was packing for my trip next week. And I'm like, 
I'm like, you fucking brat. I'm like, you brat. Like, you're being a brat. Like, I even, like, I called my friend the other day, like, just fucking bawling tears. And then today, she called me, and she was like, are you okay? Like, how are you feeling? And I'm like, I'm like, I'm okay. Um, I'm just packing. And she was like, oh, packing for what? And then, basically, next week, I have, like, my first, like, really, it's, it's a big deal. I have my first big photo shoot, and... And I told her and she was like, what? She was like, bitch, I would have never thought that that was going on with the way you were crying last week. And I'm like, I know, I know. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like that little part of me is is being ungrateful because I'm so focused on the one thing I can't have. I'm being a spoiled brat that like I'm not focusing on all the other good in my life. So I sat down and I made a list of things that I was gratitude for. And I'm like, what's good? What's going good here? I'm healthy. Every night I sleep like a motherfucking baby. I don't know what's going on, but I've had the best sleep of my life recently. Um, I've slept like a baby. Like I wake up feeling refreshed. I wake up feeling happy. Like I wake up like a fucking pixie, like coming out of a petal, like a tulip, like being like, good morning. Hello, sunshine. And like, as you guys know, sleep is very important. So sleeping like that is amazing. So, um, yes, I got ghosted, but we're one guy closer to the one that we want. Okay, we are one man closer. (laughs) Girl, I will go through all seven billion. uh, Actually, that's wrong. All four billion of these men to find my one. Okay. Um, so, you know, it's just a part of the vetting process. That's what we're going to tell ourselves because these things, they happen, they happen and you know, you meet people and who knows, like, this is what I always remind myself every time, like I get excited about a man and then it doesn't work out. I'm like, divine, you never know. That guy could have seemed really great up front. Yes, he's great up front. Everybody has their problems. It's not saying that, you know, a person has to be 100% pregnant. But you don't want to be with somebody that is not your soulmate, number one, and the sex is too good and then you get pregnant. And then you're tied with this fucker for life. You know what I'm saying? So every time I think about that, I'm like, you know, a win is a win. We did not get a baby out of this one. You know? Because I'm getting to that age. I'm getting to that age where... I'm fucking wrong. And like, I'm like, it is what it is. The consequences is the consequences. But it's like, you want that with your soulmate. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, you don't want to deal with that. So yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, the next thing I wrote was that, yes, we got ghosted, but it also showed us what qualities that we really want in a person. Because one thing I will say about Hingeman is that he was very, he was a caretaker. He was a nurturer. I almost said he was a nourishment. I don't know what's happening in my brain today. But he was a, I almost said nourishment again. (laughs) He was a nurturer. He had a very fatherly motherly instinct about him which was very nice which is why you know a part of me still gives the benefit of the doubt that no he did not go street <laughs> there's a slight delulu still happening here um but yeah shoddy cooked and cleaned like cooks and cleans and everything and i'm like ah, i want a man like that because it reminds me of the father i don't have so moving on um 
So then I said, um, we, this also taught us that we need to still learn detachment. We still need to learn detachment. And sometimes when I think about these words like detachment and attachment and anxious attachment and all these attachments, I feel like I'm staring at a void. So I was on the fucking treadmill today, which also I think has something to do with it. I have not worked out in a while. I haven't had the time. I've just been fucking busy. But ah! oh my God, my iPad just fucking flew over the edge. Hold on. The drama. My iPad just flew over the hedge. Um, right. So I see I see these words. Detachment, anxious attachment, avoidant all of them. And I'm like, what the fuck does that really mean? Like I need to know what it like actually means. So today while I was on the treadmill, let me say that one again. So today while I was on the treadmill, I went ahead and I ordered a couple of books. I ordered attached, um, that book. And then I ordered the tools by Phil Stutz. And then I ordered, um, what is it? It was a bell hooks book. Ordered that. So I have reading material. I have something to read and, you know, to kind of understand and, and I'll annotate it and then we'll talk about it. So, um, the other big question that I've been asking myself and I also asked my therapist this week was, how do I balance, um, how do I balance getting to know men, people, dating, and focusing on myself? Because normally, when I'm focusing on myself, men do not exist. They don't exist. I block them out. Their presence, I'm not dating, I'm not talking to men. I'm not even looking at men. It's like the part of myself that's like attracted to them just shuts down completely. I have no, I I use this lightly, but it's like I'm asexual at that point. When I decide to focus on me, I'm not focused on men at all to the point where I'm turning down dates with guys that I would be, I would have liked to go out with. I have such a disinterest in men and that, oh my God, like it, it, res- like it, it reflects in the things I say. It reflects in how I act towards men. It reflects in my fucking aura. Like I am focused on divine and I'm focused on divine fully. And this is great because these are the periods of time when boy, do my podcasts take the fuck off. I can tell you that every time I've had a big jump in my listenership, every time I've tried something new, every time I've gone ahead and put out like something, you know, like when I was doing the merch, I was in my girl zone. I was like, I'm not no man, no man, not no ma'am, no man, okay, no man at all. So, but that's not healthy that's not necessarily healthy as somebody who wants to have these kinds of relationships and still maintain you know being self-sufficient and then also maintain community like how do I balance that what does that look like how do I detach so that when I am talking to when I'm dating I'm not fully so invested in dating and this is the thing like 
my I it was funny because I was talking about this to my therapist. I asked her the same thing. And my therapist said, you know, I there've been a couple times where she's like, let's talk about your daddy issues. And I said, no, I said, no, I don't think I need to dig up the past to move towards the future. And she respected my, she respected that. She respected that. But now I'm here and clearly we have come to a roadblock. And I think the only way to move past this roadblock is to work on the road. I cannot keep going if I don't deal with this because now I'm looking at the shit front and center. Like I'm looking at my daddy issues in the motherfucking face. And I'm like, I didn't, I didn't necessarily know how to deal with that at the time because I was thinking I'm doing good. Like I'm focusing on myself. That's the point of this is to focus on myself. Cause before I've been focusing so much on dating and like finding the one and like meeting men and like, you know, having that experience, but it's like, it's, it's, I don't know. It's, it's a recipe. It is a recipe. Cause it's like, okay, one cup of focusing on myself, one cup of focusing on dating. And now we need to put it together and mix it evenly so that we can have healthy relationships. And that's where I am. I'm at the mixing part. And I'm having a little bit of a hard time mixing. So um, I, I was really thinking about that. And, and I, I'm excited to learn what the fuck that looks like and how you actually go about that. Because I don't know. Like, I don't know. And like, you know, sometimes I get on TikTok and I see people like Clark. I think you guys know who that is, Clark Peoples. And, you know, I see other women who have like such staunch um, views on dating and they have such staunch boundaries and rules and stuff. And a part of me is a little bit, I am a little bit skeptical because they come off so hard, like hardwired to not be soft. I don't know if soft is the right word because it's not. No, soft is not the right word. They come off so hardwired to be to not be susceptible to the way men move and manipulate. Then I'm like, is it really possible to not fall for this shit? <laughs> I'm like, I don't believe you. I don't believe you. Is it really impossible to not fall for this shit? And, you know, I get a little self-conscious as well because when I look at people like that, I'm like, damn, they must think I'm so fucking stupid. Because, again, turnkey. I've got that turnkey thing and it's like, these are my issues and... You know, it's really easy to make me feel one way and another and and you can bring me all types of high and then you can bring me all types of low. But it's like I'm, you know, emotionally, I've had it rough. Let's be real here. I've had it rough. Like I, I've had it fucking rough. Like daddy issues out the ass, abandonment issues out the ass and like I got mommy issues out the ass. Like, bro, like, please. So we're doing what we can with what we fucking have. And I'll be damned if anybody like low-key feels the need to judge me about this. I don't know why I'm getting like defensive. Nobody's fighting you, Divine. Relax. <laughs> so um, the other thing was when I go through these phases, when I go through these things, I feel the need to isolate really bad. 
I feel the need to isolate really bad. I literally was saying today, I was like, what if I just move? What if I just leave? What if I just go away and I never come back? I just run away from everything and everybody. And I was saying that to my mother and she said, girl, with what money? And I was like, you know what? Zon <laughs> Zurat, okay? Zon um, But I mean, that's like a two, that's a two sided thing because like, while I do feel the need to isolate and run away, I do, I am also aware that I think it would be a little healthy for me to isolate and run away for a little bit for a set period of time, just so I can focus on the things that I want to focus on. Um, just so I don't have the distraction of feeling tied back and like tied down. I think, you know, living with family is great. I'm thankful for it, whatever. But I think having certain responsibilities, having certain things that like hold you in place that I want to be in a place where I don't have any responsibility, but the work that I want to do and big on that want to do. So, um, I did apply for a, like a, a program where I did it while I was on the toilet having a, after I cried, um, I cried and then I ate something I wasn't supposed to. So immediately my fucking stomach went to shambles. So, you know, I had like a, I had like a cry shit, <laughs> I had like a, a shitty cry. And then while I was on the toilet, I was like, all right, let me apply for this thing right now. I misspelled so many things. I did. I misspelled a lot. Um, but they were still interested. So I have a co- I have to go through that interview process soon. But um but yeah, I do think it would be good for me to like take time to like focus on the work that I want to do. And that work includes I mean, fuck, it's the podcast. Like that's what I want to do. Um But yeah, all of that to say is, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but we are on episode 30, okay, episode 30, and it's actually a lot more with all of the texts to my therapist, but I don't, I'm not counting those, um, and the season ends at 33, cause you know me and my numbers, (laughs) um, the season is gonna end at number 33, um, now that's a little bit complicated because I have... I have like um sponsorship shit that I need to deal with. I'm whispering that as if like you can't turn up the volume and hear me in full stereo. Uh <laughs> me whispering so the um sponsorship people don't hear me. But um so I will have to have that dealt with and mm-hmm. but all of that being said, um I do, we are going to come to a close in a couple of episodes and then, you know, I'll take my hiatus and then I'll come back and I'm really excited because season three, we have guests, baby. Um, next week while I'm in New York, I'm interviewing two people that I love, 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 love from the bottom of my motherfucking heart and I'm interviewing them and we're going to talk about, you know, the things we're talking about on POV, but I'm excited to like bring these people to you because I think they have such great things to say. Um, they're people that I followed for a long time. One of them was one of my first people that I followed on TikTok, like very first people that I followed on TikTok. 
And the other one I followed before TikTok. I followed them on Instagram. Um, I came into contact with them when Glossier was like huge and like we were all Glossier girls. We we're in our Glossier era. So like what, like 2015 beyond. Um, but that's when I came into contact with them and I love them and I love everything they have to say. And I just can't wait to bring that to you. Um, but I'm really excited. I'm a little nervous because like, I think we remember, not remember because it was not that long ago, but listening back to the episode that I did with Lindsay, which I was so happy she was my guinea pig because I, I realized that I say like way too damn much. And I thought, you know, I had a lot of faith in myself. I was like, I can do this. No notes. We're good. But I realized that when I don't have notes, I say like so much. I am the like monster and it's not good. So I will definitely have to flesh out my thoughts, flesh out these questions so that I can keep myself from saying like, because it is so ugly. When, and I almost said it just now. When you're listening back to yourself and all you hear is like, 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 it's like, girl, shut the fuck up. Damn. So working on that. But I'm really excited. I'm, you know, I'm excited about the future. And, you know, yes, I want love. Yes, I want somebody to hold and care for and to love and to suck the chrome off their dick (laughs) to suck the melanin off of that dick girl (laughs) it's funnier because we know i'd be dating white boys (laughs) sorry i'm gonna i'm gonna edit that out that little gag because i know some of you guys are sympathetic pukers (laughs) Um, Jesus, but yeah, I just can't wait till, you know, I got me a man that I feel safe with, that I feel happy with, and I can't wait to work through these issues, girl, damn, I can't wait for my books to come in, you know, I got Amazon Prime, I'm pretty sure that's like a, uh, that's a, what is it, an environmental crime, it's having Prime canceled I don't know but I still have it uh because you know the thing is I'm gonna defend myself real quick to the people who are like fuck Amazon yes fuck Amazon I hate Jeff Bezos unless he wants to sponsor this podcast and all of a sudden I love him so much because you know I am a part of this society and you cannot judge me for partaking in the society that I'm forced to be in um I got ADHD you know so when I remember that I need to buy something I need to, <laughs> I need to buy it immediately. And it's even better when it shows up at my door immediately because this is what happens. When I don't buy something on Amazon, when I don't buy it on Prime, I will forget that I need it. And then I'll be at a random place. And I'm like, oh, should I need this? And then so I, or, I buy it. And then I'll put it in my bag, forget I have it because I put it in the bag. And I'll probably leave the bag in the car it's a whole thing because I, I did it. I do it a lot. I leave the bag in the car 
And then I'm like, oh, fuck, I don't have this thing. And then the next time I go somewhere else that has the thing, I'm like, oh, I need that. And then I get it. And then all of a sudden I have four crochet hooks and like 17 bottles of 20 developer. And multiples of so many things that if I had just ordered it from Amazon, I would have gotten it in two days. I would have taken it. The important thing is not the getting it in two days. I mean, it is because that's not a very long span of time for me to get forget that I have it. But it's the fact that when I get the Amazon box, I have to take it to my room to unbox it. And I'm more likely to take it out of the box, put it where it's supposed to be. And I know that I have it. Then putting the bag in the car, forgetting the bag in the car, you see what I'm saying? Like, it's just too many steps otherwise. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm so serious. I'm so serious. So I love Amazon. And also, like, it's just nice to be able to get things immediately. Why am I? This is not a pro-capitalism podcast, but I just had to defend myself real quick. Because, bitch, I'm... That $15 is well spent. I'm not going to lie to you. And to the point where like I so use Amazon Prime just for, oh, this reminds me that I need to have a conversation with my sister because she too has Amazon Prime and I'm watching TV on her Amazon, but I'm ordering things on my Amazon and Amazon's like, why aren't you watching things? Why aren't you using music? You know, you have more benefits, right? And I'm like, I don't even know if my sister orders shit on Prime. So I'm like, maybe we need to stop spending $30 a month and together just spend 15. We need to be economical. We are in a recession. Um, I'm going to shut up. Like, <laughs> so sorry. I'm going to shut up now. Okay. So, you know, this is a great episode. I'm really happy to get so much of that off of my chest because I was just sad. I was really sad. And on top of that, listen, Mercury is in retrograde. She's listening to James Blake. She's saying, suddenly I'm hit. Oh my God, I just pray you guys get that joke because if you don't, I'm just going to look stupid. I'm going to explain it. James Blake has a song called Retrograde and it's amazing. Go listen to it. It's amazing. Um, but yeah, before this episode, I was listening to some Kaliuchis. I like her new album. She's so great. I love her. I love Kaliuchis. Because her name, last name sounds like a candy, mostly. Yuchis. I feel like I'd be like, can I get a Yuchis? Mmm. Yummy, yummy. But anyways, I was listening to some Kaliuchis and I was sitting there thinking about, you know, my misery that I've been feeling the last couple days. Mercury's in retrograde. I'm about to get my period. Yep, 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 yep. And also, which is like so terrifying because I have a dick appointment next week. <laughs> Listen, babes, the lingerie is packed. The lingerie is in the suitcase. You feel me? So it's crotchless. Yeah, don't don't play around thank you so tomorrow i'm listen so today i waxed my my fucking beard i waxed my face um because you know i have pcos so fun i waxed my sideburns which i never do normally like i just shave my sideburns but with this photo shoot uh with this photo shoot i've been preparing like a mother fudger like my hair on 10 
looks amazing. Like, so I'm like waxing everything. Girl, I use like the professional, professional wax this time. Oh my God. My sideburns were crazy. They hurt bad. And I'm getting my pussy waxed tomorrow. I'm so fucking scared. I'm literally so fucking scared, bro. <laughs> I'm I'm scared. I feel like I might die. I'm really afraid. I'm afraid. It's the first thing I'm going to do tomorrow morning is go get my pussy waxed. This is crazy. <laughs> I'm so scared. I am so scared. I'm afraid. <laughs> I'm afraid. I don't, there's nothing else to say besides I feel fear. I feel, it's my first time. I'm getting a Brazilian. It's my first time. Okay. Everybody's like, it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal at all. You just go in, you lay down. She's going to tell you what to do. I'm like, I don't care about what's going to happen between me and this old fucking lady. Okay, I don't care about that. What I care about is the pain. I'm so scared. I'm going to bring my stress ball. um, Because I'm really, really, really scared. I'm really, really scared. I'm so scared. I'm so scared. I'm so scared. I'm so scared. Anyways, okay, that was it. <laughs> that was the end of this podcast. Okay, so if you're listening on Spotify, um, tell me what you thought about the episode. There is a little space right below that you can write all of that out. Tell me what you think. Tell me what you want me to talk about. I've taken notes on what some of you have written out. I've screenshotted, put it in my iPad. We'll get to it. But let me know about what you thought about this episode. Um, if you're listening on Apple, you can do the same thing in the reviews. You can leave a, um, a rating. You can leave a like. You can leave so many things. Um, and yeah, I'm super excited. Also, check the show notes because I do have a Patreon. So if you want to support me in a direct way, that would be amazing because I'm about to be fun employed and I'm super excited about that. Not really, but support me because listen for the price of a cup of coffee uh you can listen to this with no ads isn't that amazing for the price of a chipotle meal or a chick-fil-a meal depending on what kind of girl you are um you can support me even further okay there's a lot of different options of how you can support me and pov my therapist so make sure you check the show notes for the link um for the patreon link and also if you want to follow me on the socials you can do that too i am super excited one of the fun things that i have in the patreon is which i'm about to be working on an amazing merch line you guys i've been working on it for a while and i was actually planning on releasing it cinco de mayo but i was like no i'm extra and i want this to be a lot more than it is so that's gonna take a little bit more time to fully flesh out but 
uh, when you sign up for the Patreon, depending on what tier you sign up for, you get a coupon for the upcoming merch line. And I'm very excited about that. So support me how you want to. But the biggest way that you can actually support me is posting this podcast on your Instagram or on your Twitter. That is the biggest way you can support me. No lie. Sharing it with a friend, sharing it with a sibling, sharing it however you want to, that is the best single way you can support me is through word of mouth. Is giving it as a recommendation when somebody's like, I want to listen to a new podcast. What should I listen to? POV or my therapist, the one with the girl holding the phone up to her ear. That is literally single-handedly, besides giving me money, okay? That is single-handedly the best way you can support me. And every time you guys tell your friends and family about this podcast, it is beyond helpful. It is literally so helpful. I'm not even, I have my serious voice on. That's how you know it's super helpful. So if you want to really help me out, if you can't donate, donate. If you can't sign up for the Patreon, if you can't buy merch, which is still available, if you can't... If you can't, you know, you don't, you don't, you don't got the socials like that. The best way to support me, an independent, you hear that? I-N-D-E-P-E-N-T-E-N-T. I spelled that wrong. Do you know what that means? The best way to support me is by word of mouth and sharing this podcast to your friends and your family. Um, So please do that. If every single one of you guys... Listen to this. If every single one of you guys tells one person, okay, let's double that. If you guys tell three people about the podcast and one person goes and listens, my listenership will double. Isn't that crazy? So please tell somebody, anybody, please, okay? But anyways, I love you so much. You are the light of my world. This was, I feel so much better now. Um, I'm really happy to record this. And yeah, I love you so much. Bye. Mwah.